Today's devotion comes from Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues, as a fire, appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other languages, as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem, and at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs in our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said, They are filled with new wine. We are now gathered with the 120 believers, these disciples, but it is not clear where they are gathered. Most likely it is a public space, but it is not the temple. Perhaps it's a very large house or some kind of house with some public gathering space. Pentecost is the day, and it's the 50th day after the Sabbath that follows the Passover. It's also known as the Feast of Weeks or the Day of First Fruits. When the Pentecost experience happens, in verse 2, it describes it for us. And suddenly, from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. When it happens, God is acting to fulfill a promise, a promise that God made through his son Jesus. Pentecost is one of the three Jewish pilgrimage festivals, which explains why there were so many people from other countries, other nations there. The Pentecost experience first begins with a sound, and the sound is like a rushing wind. Here the association between the wind and the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is made. Then the Spirit's presence this wind, the Spirit's presence, brings the phenomena of tongues divided amongst the believers. When the tongues appeared, it means that they were divinely directed and given. God certainly is being made manifest in different places and in different languages. This activity highlights for us how God's Purpose is being clearly defined. The gift is given so that all may hear about Jesus. 
and it is compared to a fire that is divided among the disciples, as looks of flame over each one of them. Being filled with the Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit, is the preparation for proclaiming the gospel, for equipping the saints on the mission of God. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. The mission of proclaiming peace, of curing and healing the sick, and announcing that the kingdom of God has come near. It also includes salvation. In a little bit later on in chapter 2 verses 38 and 30 or verses 38 and 39, we have um, an explanation of this gift of salvation. Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise, this promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far away from God, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to him. So it's the gift of God's mission. It is the gift of salvation. And it is the gift of transformed lives. Listen to how these new believers and these these disciples who had been with Jesus the whole time, listen to how they are now living. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. Awe came upon everyone because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. Luke describes that there were devout or pious Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. This means that between these residents, the, the, uh, the foreigners that were living in Jerusalem, and the visitors from all the different nations on pilgrimage for the, Passover, Passover, or for the uh, uh, Pentecost festival, all of these people on this Pentecost event will have an impact as they communicate with family and friends in these nations, or as the visitors go back home to the nations from which they came from, this will begin to impact the world with this message, the gospel of Jesus Christ. In verse 6, the reference to a sound is a different reference than the earlier one of the rushing wind. This reference to the sound is of many tongues speaking in many different languages. That's the sound that verse 6 is referring to when it says here, And as the sound, and at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered. Again, the reference to the disciples in verse 7 about being Galileans may also have been more of a pejorative comment, insinuating that they were uneducated Galileans. Uneducated Galileans 
hence are expressing this amazing linguistic feat. How could that be? Responses include amazement and astonishment. As the people who are gathering hear what is going on, as they hear this message in their own tongue spoken in different languages, they are amazed at this miracle. And they are left wondering about just who this Jesus is. There are many languages, but there is one message. The first question that they ask is about their origin. Aren't these simple Galileans? Where do they get this ability? And the answer is implied. God has miraculously done this through his Holy Spirit. That's how they've been given this ability. The second question is, how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? The miracle points to God's initiative to make possible the mission, proclaiming the gospel to all nations. And what they hear are people speaking about God's mighty deeds of power and God's presence. Yet while all heard the sound, and many were amazed and perplexed, saying to, another, saying to one another, What does this mean? Others that heard it, that were there, that had gathered around this room, others mocked them, saying that these followers of Jesus were drunkard, uh, drunkards just mumbling these words incoherently. So there is many who believe and are amazed at this miracle, who wonder, are astonished at the power of Jesus. And then there are some that ridicule these apostles and these followers of Jesus. But what we do know in this story is no matter what the response, God has acted. From Jerusalem, the message will go out into the whole world. The Spirit has arrived, and God's Power is fully present, directing the mission now, the mission that started with Jesus. That we know. I pray that God will bless your reflection upon this devotion and that God will bless your day.